This is the Christian Life Center podcast. Here at CLC, we are messengers of hope, where we believe in taking God's message of hope everywhere we go to everyone we meet. From wherever you are, be encouraged by this week's message. Amen, 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 and amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. And what a treasure you have here as your pastor. Can we hear it for Pastor Tom and Pastor Candy at this time? Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. The word of God reminds us that wherefore God also had highly exalted Christ. And God had given unto him a name that is above all names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ, he is Lord. Can you put your hands together and just bless the name of the God Almighty? Hallelujah. So I really want to say a big thank you to Pastor for having us, Pastor David and myself here. And I really count it an honor to be sharing the same platform with you, Pastor. We have heard so much about you, your great ministry, your humility, and the anointing that God has placed on your life. And I'm so blessed to be here with you today. So happy for the great team that you have. The love that you have shared so far is just out of this world. And we are indeed blessed to be here. We look forward to see what God will do the next few days as we share together, look on how we can partner on some great projects for the glory of God Almighty. Hallelujah. Over the last few weeks, I've been blessed by the ministry of this church, the preaching of the word, the various series. You know, I'll get home from church at certain time and just tune in and listening to the worship and participate. And you know, the word has been rich. And I've been a part of you for the last one, six or eight weeks, every Sunday. I've been online listening and worshiping. Isn't God great? Hallelujah. I want to share with you based on the series that you are in just now. Talking about hope in darkness. And I will be speaking on the topic darkness in moments of life. And we will look at the Joseph experience. What an experience it was. You have your Bibles quickly. The book of St. Matthew, the first chapter. And there are a few verses 18 through 21. Again, the book of St. Matthew, the first chapter. And the verses are 18 through 21. The word reminds us. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When has his mother Mary was exposed to Joseph. Before they came together. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph her husband being a just man. And not willing to make her a public example. Was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things. Behold the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying. Joseph thou son of David. 
Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son. And you Joseph shall call his name, shout it out, Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Let us pray. Father, you are God. You are God all by yourself. You are indeed our creator. We bless you this morning. We pray over the ministry of your word today. Our prayer is that your word will go forth with power. With great authority and with clarity. We pray that none of us will leave from this place the way that we came. But that you will speak to us directly and collectively. Let your name be praised and be glorified, Heavenly Father. We commit this time of ministry into your hands. Because you know exactly what needs to be done for your glory today. So Father, we bless you now. Minister to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. As I said before that we will be talking about the darkness in the moments of life. And we shall be looking at the Joseph experience. You know, you will agree with me that when we talk about darkness in this particular context, that we are really talking about the challenges that we all face and will face from time to time in our daily lives. I believe that like Joseph, none of us are exempt from these challenges. But I also believe that you will agree with me that all we deal with these challenges will make us better or bitter. There are some people who go through challenges and they come out better. While there are other people who go through challenges and they come out bitter. You will agree with me that the same pot of boiling water that makes an egg tough will make a potato soft. And therefore it all depends on how we deal with our challenges. Because at the end of the day, we can come out of it better. Or we can come out of it bitter. I believe that there are so many people who are facing the similar challenges. But some of us are coming out of it glorifying God. While there are some of it who are coming out of it cursing out everybody else. But I want you to understand that when you are going through our challenges, we must go through with a praise. I hear David saying that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear any evil because thou art with me. Hallelujah. Can somebody lift up a shout to the king? of kings and the Lord of lords. I don't know what is your challenge today but allow your challenge to make you better and not bitter. Are you getting me today? 
So as we go through the sermon today, you will understand and will see and probably go where uh, we will look to see how Joseph's experience made him. Did Joseph come out of his experience better or did he come out of it bitter? When you have a relationship with God, no demon can hold you down. When you have a relationship with God, you will say that the utter the battle, the sweeter the victory. I hear one writer saying that I'm pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. I'm still praying as I onward bound. Lord, plant my feet. Oh, somebody shout a hallelujah says that I have no desire to stay where fears abound but my desire will always be to be in the presence of the living God you know I believe that you know while we think of Christmas as a season of light a season of happiness a season of love a season where joy abound you will agree with me that the birth story of Jesus Christ came at a time when there were serious darkness, serious challenges. You know, anticipating the birth of the Christ child centuries before the prophet Isaiah writes that the light that would come into the world, that it came to a people who were deep in darkness. Oh, we need the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amidst everything, we understand that the light that was coming, it came to a people who were deep in darkness. You know, but what kind of a darkness? Don't be reminded that when Christ came into the world, that for 400 years, the gospel was not heard. We're talking about the challenges of the moment, the challenges of the time. For 400 years, and there was no true prophet in the land. Amen. There were no gospel given and bringing the good news to others. That was indeed a challenge. But not only that, the people of God at that particular time were under the oppressive rule of the Romans. But not only that, the nation of Israel was actually fractured with different divisions, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and different persons fighting for control of Jerusalem. The time of the moment, darkness indeed. But you know, you'll agree with me that the poverty of Mary and Joseph did not fit the royal son they had. Darkness indeed. But as we go on, beloved, the question before us today actually is, in our dark moments of life, how do we find hope? And not just finding hope, but how do we live in hope? 
You know, you'll agree with me that one of the worst places to be is where there is no hope. When there is no hope, then it look as if life is meaningless. When there is no hope, you don't want to go to your bed at night. And even if you get to your bed at night, you don't want to get up in the morning. Why? Because life is meaningless. Life has no value. And life is really not going anywhere because there is no hope but I'm thanking God for Jesus Christ because in him we live and move and have our being amen the church of the living God can declare that because he lives and we can live also and our hope is built on nothing less but Jesus blood and righteousness I dare not trust the sweetest frame but holy in Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground, they are sinking sand. The character in our text today, Joseph, he found himself in what can be described as a difficult moment, a difficult situation. You'll agree with me that based on our text, it seemed like it got a bad news at the wrong time. A bad news at the wrong time. You will agree with me that there are some bad news that if you have been expecting it, it will not hit you very hard. But there are some news that will knock everything out of you. There are some news that will cause your knees, amen, to wobble and you can't even stand. And you wonder what is happening to me, what is happening around me. Joseph got a bad news. It was not a fake news. It was just a bad news. You know, the text reminds us. It tells us the moment in Joseph's life when he got this bad news. The text says that now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was exposed to Joseph. Before they came together, he was found with a child. Forget about the Holy Ghost part just now. Found with a child. That is bad news. That cannot be good news. It was not a fake news. It was not something Joseph was thinking up and said, well, what if this happened? I will handle it this particular way. He was not prepared for this news. You know, somebody said that you know, there are many, many moments in life, you know, where we are, or rather many happy moments in life many happy moments in life you know among those happy moments is your wedding day when you will get married to the person of your dream happy moments you know researchers tell us that they are 10 happiest moments in life 
10, he says that, you know, not happiness number one, your first kiss with the man or woman of your dream. And they rate that 4.4%. They said that meeting the man or woman of your dream is a happy moment. And they rate that 4.5%. Hearing of your child's first word is really a happy moment. And they rate that 5.5%. They said moving into a new home is a happy moment. Who wants a bad news in your happiest moment of your life? Nobody at all. They said that the birth of a another child happy moment birth of your first child happy moment birth of grandchildren happy moment wedding day they rate 11.5 percent because they said man that is among the happiest moment of your life how joseph found out this news we don't know but what we know is that the news that joseph had was not a fake news you know, it is said that some people not wanting to get a bad news at certain times, they will put off certain things. You know, it is said that the worst time to get a bad news happened to be Christmas time. You, some people don't even go to their doctor at Christmas time. Why? Because they don't want doctor to give them a bad news. Doctor, this is a glorious time. This is a happy time. I don't want any bad the news but Joseph received the bad news at the wrong time he had gone so far he had decided to do so much and he did not want a bad news but I want to encourage our hearts because from time to time bad news will come but our anchor need to be in the son of God and there is no problem that he cannot solve and there is no seed that he can't take you over. There's no mountain that he can't help you to climb. I don't care what is your situation, what is your position, and what is your problem. And there is a God who can solve every problem. He said we are to cast our yoke upon him because he careth. And there is a God who cares. And if we put our trust in him, we will not go under but we shall go over we shall not borrow are you understanding me but we shall be the lender we will not be the tailor but we shall be the head our enemies that come out against us one way shall flee before us in several ways because your God he is the all time undefeated undisputed and champion he's higher than the highest he's greater than the greats and there's no body at all who can be compared oh somebody need to praise him praise him hallelujah so can I just remind you that he is in total control he is in total control but brothers and sisters how did Joseph find hope in this time of darkness how did he find hope? How will you and I find hope in our struggles as we go through life's journey? Amen. Facing different heartaches and pain and looking left, right, and center and wonder where to go, where to turn to, who to turn to. How do we find hope? 
How did Joseph find hope in this time of darkness? Can I just say this? That Joseph found hope. Amen. In that time of hopelessness, all that Joseph needed was a revelation from God. There comes a time in our lives when it looks as if hope is all gone and despair has taken over. There are times in our lives when our hearts are broken, when there is no peace at home and no peace at the workplace. And where shall I go? Where shall I go? And seeking a refuge for my soul, I believe that each and every one of us in our own time, in our own way, we need to get a revelation from the king of kings and the lord of lords and there is no way out except through Jesus Christ he is the way he is the truth he is the life amen if there are brokenness and hopelessness we need to run to the king eternal amen the God who is higher than the highest the God who is greater than the greats we need to seek him and if we do we shall find him because he is only a prayer a will Somebody praise him in the house. Hallelujah. So how did Joseph find hope? As I said before, he got a revelation from God. It was not a revelation from a man. Are you getting me today? Because things had reached a place where Mary's word could not be trusted. I love you girl, but I can't trust you anymore. Amen. I've spent some time with you, but I can't trust you anymore. It needs a word from God because a word from God will turn things around. Are you broke? Are you hopeless? Have you become disappointed? Are you seeking for the way out? Amen. David reminds us, I will lift up mine eyes towards the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from God. And there is a hope in Jesus. And there is hope in Jesus. And there is hope in Jesus. And look to him and we shall be saved. Oh, go ahead and give him a praise today. So, where did he find hope? He got it through a revelation. Nobody else could comfort his mind. Nobody else could comfort his heart. He needed something extraordinary. There are so many of us, we have dressed up, we have come to church, but our hearts are broken. We need peace. We need joy. We need comfort. Oh God, who am I talking to in the house today? It looks as if everything is okay on the outside, but my heart is broken. You need a revelation from God. Amen. Persons that you have trusted have hurt you, disappoint you. They have been dishonest with you. And you wonder, I, can I love again? And can I trust again? And can I worship God again? You need a revelation from God. A revelation from God. A revelation from God. So Joseph found hope in darkness because he got a revelation from God 
Let us spend some time in the word. Let's spend some time with him. Because he already knows the way through the wilderness. Amen. He that keepeth his well, neither slumber nor sleep. He is your creator. He is our shade upon our right hand. The sun shall not smite us by day, nor the moon by night. He shall be with us in our going out, in our coming in. From this time forth and even forevermore, we need a revelation from God. Don't get bitter. You need to get better. You know what happened? What happened to Joseph? You know, I've taught us that there is a right way to confront bad news and difficult experiences. Number one, what did Joseph do? Joseph got alone to think about what happened. There are too many of us, something happened and we jump to conclusion. We mash up every way. Okay, you understand that? Everything mash up. Oh, that's the wrong thing, Sam. All right, forgive me, forgive me. I don't know what to say right here. But we mash up everything. Are you getting me? I saw some Jamaican laughing, man. <laughs> so, bottom line is this. Is that Joseph got alone. To spend time with God. To think it over. How could this be? How could this be? Before making or coming to a final decision. He got alone with God. You know what most people do is that we make decisions first. And then we come to God after bad things have turned worst. It does not matter how bad the news is. There may just be some answers that we need to hear. So Joseph got alone with the creator. He got alone with the king eternal. And this news was both frightening and devastating. And Joseph must have asked himself several times, is this for real? Is this really happening to me? And why should Mary diss me like that? What is happening? But he got alone with God. There's a whole hymn that we used to sing way back when. I must tell Jesus, hallelujah, amen, all of my problems, I cannot bear these burdens alone, I must tell Jesus, Jesus will help me, the another one, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear, but what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Have you trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. We must take it to God in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who with all our sorrows share? Precious Savior, oh God is still my refuge. Take it to God in prayer. Somebody put your hands together and bless him today. Hallelujah. 
Hebrews reminds us that for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities but we have a Jesus the King eternal who was in all point tempted and tested as we are but he came out victorious glory to God he is a king that we serve he is a God that we worship he is the one that we lift our hands and declare hallelujah Joseph got a revelation Joseph had a revelation so number one as I said before is that um, Joseph got alone to see God he quieted himself before God because brothers and sisters prayer, praise, worship are all very very important but there comes a time when none is needed what am I saying about backslid? No. Prayer, praise, worship, all is important. But there comes a time when none is needed. There comes a time when God is saying, shh, hush, tap your eyes, keep quiet. That is not needed just now. You must quiet. Okay, he said, tap your eyes. Stop talking. That's what it meant. All right. That is not needed now. You need to come before me and just listen to what I have to say. Quiet ourselves before God is important. You know, the story is told about a lady who lost a very expensive watch in this um, particular grass field. And she lost it there. And she called the entire community to come out and to help her search for it. And men and women came from all over. And they searched and searched. But nobody found it. A day passed. And the little boy heard about it. And he went out to search. The boy went to that barn. Yeah. The boy went there. And he quieted himself. He found the watch. He brought it back. He said, hey, how could you and we could not? The boy said, I went and I didn't make any noise. I just quiet myself and I heard tick, tick, tick. There comes a time when if we are going to hear from God, we have to stop talking. We have to stop talking because God wants to talk and God is speaking. But if we are talking, he will not, we will not hear him. So we need to quiet ourselves before God and spend some time in his presence to hear the voice of God. So Joseph spent some time he stopped talking because this particular situation is a situation that needed divine intervention. It is one I can't carry. It is one I can't bear. The load is too heavy. But I know if I give it to God, it will be much easier. He will take it for me. 
What is your situation today? What is the moment that you're faced with? What are the crises? What are the problems? You have gone to Sue. You have gone to Jane. You have gone to Harry. You have gone to Michael. Have you gone to Jesus? Amen. You have gone to Facebook. You have gone to Twitter. You have gone to WhatsApp. Have you gone to Jesus? You have gone to the White House. You have gone to Congress. You have gone to your districts. Have you gone to Jesus? We gone to Jesus. So Joseph quieted himself. You know when Joseph did that. God met Joseph. When Joseph took time out to get alone. And to think and to quiet himself before God. Brothers and sisters we are in a time Christmas is upon us. And there are so many voices that we are hearing. With the pandemic, the world is in a crisis and they're looking for a voice. Looking for a voice. We're trying to hear what is coming out of the White House. What is coming from the CDC. What is coming out of the, of, of the Pentagon. What is coming out of the Congress. And we're seeking for a voice. Because we needed somebody who can calm our troubled soul. We needed somebody who can keep the ship steady. And we are turning every, the, the, the wise men of the world are turning everywhere. But yet the world is still in a limbo. They are seeking for a voice. We know that voice. We know how to get his attention. Hey, as we go through this period, let us put our ears to where we can hear the voice of God. We are trusting everybody else. We are hearing from everybody else. But still we are troubled. But his voice will make the difference. When he speaks, he relieved my troubled mind. I need to hear his voice. There are many voices left, right, and center, and we are left confused. We are not better. But if we can just hear his voice, here was a Joseph, a man with a bad experience, a man who wanted to pack up and call it a quit, a man who could not believe that the world has let him down, a man who could not believe that the woman of his dream had let him down. Nobody else could have brought comfort and peace and hope, but he heard a voice. He heard a voice. No other voice could do it. Because there comes a time when you have trusted somebody. And you are burnt. That voice you will not trust again. Nobody could tell him to love again. Nobody could tell him to trust again. But he heard a voice. I don't know the different voices that you'll hear throughout this season. 
But my prayer, my hope is that all of us will be at the place where we can hear his voice and be reminded to hear his voice. Our hearts must be right with God. If I regard iniquity in my heart, then God will not hear me. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. I want to hear from you. If I don't hear from you, what will I do? I can't go another day without hearing from God. But is my life at the right place to hear from God? Brothers and sisters, we must hear from him. If joy is going to come back, we must hear from him. If hope is going to come back, we must hear from him. And we must do everything in our powers to hear from him. And Joseph did everything in his power to hear from God. He got a word from God. But can I just conclude by saying that God gave Joseph an assignment. When Joseph quieted himself, spent time with God, he got an assignment. Fear not to take unto you Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she will bring forth a son. And yeah, you're hurting. But you... Must give him a name. And the name shall be Jesus. When we hear from God. Also listen for the assignment. A lot of us we get so excited. I've heard from God. God spoke to me. What did he say? Oh, you understand? What did he say? But Joseph. I believe he was excited. But he left there with a word. You shall call his name Jesus. Oh, say the name Jesus. Call him by his name Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. And the text closed by saying, So Joseph arose from sleep and he did exactly as the Holy Spirit or the angel said. Brothers and sisters, there are some steps that we must take. Confusion abound. Trials are takes everywhere. Troubles left, right, and center. But we need a revelation from God. To get that revelation, we have to quiet ourselves before him. To get that revelation, we have to ensure that our hearts are at the right place. Don't allow your experience to make you bitter. If you allow your experience to make you bitter, you will not get that revelation. It doesn't matter how many times you cry and beat yourself, you will not get that revelation. You have to forgive those who have wronged you. Amen. You have to pray for those who have despitefully used you and persecute you. You have to say, God, help me to overcome in certain things, creating me that clean heart, oh God. The revelation will come. But when it comes, we have to do the assignment. There are far too many of us in church. We have gotten it, but we have not moved. We have gotten it. We have not spoken. We have gotten it. We have done nothing about it. Joseph did as the angel said. Will you stand with me today? Hallelujah. 
The heads are bowed. The eyes are closed. People are struggling with one thing or another. There are people, you are coming to church, but you still feel hopeless. You're broken. Man, you have been through so much. And there are times you wonder, where is God in all of this? You have trusted. Mm-hmm. Want to go right back there, feel the spirit of God saying it. You have trusted. Now you have told yourself, I will never do it again. I will never do it again. God is saying, he brought you here today because he wants you to trust again. He has designed something perfectly for you. Your name is written on it. And there is hope for the future because of his divine revelation. But before my spouse will be coming to pray over us today, what is your situation? What is your situation? Joseph put some effort into it. He did something. You know, the halter is meant to be that place where we meet with God. That place, that meeting place between man and God. Your heart is broken. You are feeling as if you're hopeless. You want a touch from God to bring you back to where you were because you are not always where you are. Things happened in your journey that has caused you to be bitter. Let go and let God, while the praise team sings for us, you need God to meet you where you are, to touch you where you are. Will you join me at the altar for a time of prayer today? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Come on, you need him to touch you. You need him to speak to you. You want that revelation from him. The altar is open. You don't have to look at your friend. Don't have to look at your neighbor. Just come as you are to meet with your creator. To say, God, I refuse to leave church as I came today. Hallelujah. If this ministry is making an impact in your life, why not help us make an impact on the lives of others by partnering with us today? You can give through our CLC app or at clcftl.org forward slash give. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe for more inspiring messages like this. Now go and be messengers of hope.